not intoxicated could not explain his nudity. You Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Austin, Texas. Podcast hosted by Bruce and Steve. All right, let's see if this works. Going live. Oh, it says we're live. Hey, if we're doing this right, <laughs> and so far we haven't been, um, episode 50 of Slurp Toast is now live streaming on YouTube uh, around the world. So we'll see. I've got it, my phone sitting here. It's supposed to have a little bit of a delay, so we'll see how it goes. Um, so anyway, how are you, sir? Oh, we're doing okay. I'm trying to find an angle that uh, doesn't make me look like a robot. <laughs> or um, I may just find an angle that's all you see. <laughs> uh, oh, nice. Yeah, hey, guess what? I'm looking at my phone. Oh, and that's we are actually be hard for me to actually keep my head in that zone, but we'll try. Yeah, you're going to have a neck cramp before we're done if you try that. We there are live go. streaming, dude. Okay, good. Now I just can't okay. move my head at all. <laughs> so uh, I spent some time today before the podcast getting some of the new graphics and the branding fixed up. I don't know if you can see the toasty there at the top right above your head. Right. And there he is. And I did this there. too, but I, yep, you poke, got him. Poke. I did this to get the kind of the little dot uh, thing there, but I'm going to make this bigger. Um, and I've got some fun banners. Watch this. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, there we go. I may also try and move my head to get the color balance to go off as well <laughs> so that sometimes <laughs> I'll appear extra green. It ain't easy being green, brother. Uh-uh. But you, you threw us a segue. Let's start with She-Hulk. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. Uh, very nice. Actually, one of the better Marvel shows. Um, I am pretty confident I want to put it in my number one spot now. Hmm. Uh, I and like that it's this little bite size nuggets of fun. They are fun. The only episode I haven't really like enjoyed fully was the wedding one. Um. Just because I thought <clears throat> her storyline in that episode was filler. I was like, well, let's just have this fight with Tatiana since we paid what's her name to be in it. We might as well have Jamila get- Jamil. Jamila Titania is as Tahani from a good place with superpowers, apparently. Although I'm not exactly sure what they are. It just seems to be strong and kind of a bitch i don't know and not able to take a fall and so far that's all we've got yeah Yeah, that's pretty much it uh now in the comics you know titania is paired up with the absorbing man i think it'd be a lot of fun to see him show up but but that being said i enjoyed the b storyline with mr immortal and the class action divorce case (laughs) brilliant (laughs) i loved it when he was making the settlement and discussed all the money he had from his first wife, Baroness, whatever, Von something yes. sign. I, I was like, that was awesome. He's been doing this for a long damn time. 
Yes. No, that was, that was a lot of fun. I, I, you know, I put off watching it weekly so I could actually do two or three episodes at it at once because they are so short. Uh, and so I've actually, uh, didn't know what to expect, had no expectations going into it, fell asleep on my first viewing of the first episode, came back, gave it a second chance, actually kind of liked it. And then it got better from there. The uh, Dave and Blade magician guy was hilarious for one. And that court scene where he wins and he and his attorney and everybody are dancing around and pulling scarves out of their sleeves. <laughs> I, loved, I loved the self-help group from the last episode with all of the C-list uh, villains and heroes. That was priceless. Oh, my God. That was amazing. Um Yes. Uh, no, you no, like I'm a bold man. I'm a man bold, not a mechanical blunt man bold or whatever he said. Oh, wow. I'm <laughs> sitting on that one for a while. Yeah. I love <laughs> it. Ella got a, got a chance on the on the show. That yes, was yes. pretty funny. I'm not a matador, know. but I experienced uh, with matadoring in college. It was like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah. And clearly yes. written by women. Because some of the men characters are just so vapid, um, which <laughs> I totally enjoy. Uh, yes, most of the men are. <laughs> I love. Are. I was the guy who is the uh, other attorney in their office. The shoe, the sneakerhead, uh, uh, was on Arrow for a while. He was one of the big bads on Arrow in season seven or eight or something. And it took me. I was like, I know that guy from something. Oh shit, <laughs> he's the guy that blew up the island. Okay. Um, that's unexpected. No, but that was that's been a fun show. It's been a fun watch. Yeah, uh, I think Wong showing up and then that Madison chick, Wongster, Wongy. <laughs> I love that Wong showed up and then when they were going to charge him, he said, "Gotta go." Yeah, exactly. Wong out. <laughs> yeah, no, that uh, uh, it's it's been very well done. It's been very enjoyable. CGI in places gets a little. Uh, that is my rough. one complaint about. Yeah, the the She Hulk CGI gets gets sketchy in spots, and I, that is my one concern. But but I think if you because uh, I find that you know as I'm watching the show, it's not so much to take you out of the moment. Like you you know you sus watch these shows with a little suspension of belief. And I don't think it fully takes you out of those moments. Occasionally, you'll catch a scene that's just like, woo, robot walking. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they've still got to move. I think I think that's the thing. I think they've got some of the kinks to work out with the movement of the character, which you think they would have done already with, uh, with the other Hulk, but they haven't quite gotten them down. But he hasn't been on the screen for as much time per capita no. as no. she has, so... Yes. Yeah. Anyway, still better than Lou Ferrigno in uh, body paint. In green sneakers. In green sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am curious. <laughs> and that uh, shaggy Corella Deville flight <laughs> rig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we loved it. Oh yeah. Oh no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> um, I am curious. It's sort of like they're giving this. They're using this as sort of a soft Hulk sequel almost tying in the abomination mm -hmm. and all those things. I love the line when the Hulk said, I'm a completely different person than I was back then. I laughed. Uh -huh. I know I was supposed to laugh and I did. So 
Yes, Obama's Day. I I saw that poster in the background. And I'm like, oh shit! Not gonna read all the posters in the background. <laughs> today is today. Mil Blonsky. Oh, <laughs> uh, Tim Roth is a treasure. He really yeah. is. Yeah, and to be honest, I thought that it was gonna go sideways. That she was gonna come out of the yurt, and they were all gonna be, you know, suited up, and it was gonna be yeah. a, a free for all. Um, so that was actually like a nice surprise because it was like, oh, okay, good. So I, I was, you know, we got the sort of cliche group therapy. It was the very dear John. Yes. And then I'm waiting for, <laughs> I don't know, chicks dick me. Um, is Kirk. Kirk, yeah. <laughs> and later I'm going to go kill Michael Weston. Um, <laughs> and then I'm going to talk to Jesse in group therapy. Yeah. So what is uh, that guy's name? The actor? Yeah. Jerry Burns. No idea. Jerry, Jerry Burns. Burns. There we go. <laughs> so yes, <laughs> certainly our she hugged turned into Jerry Burns talk. Yeah, I talked into it. Yeah. Uh uh <laughs> Burn notice. <laughs> slash dear John. Uh and reference. Breaking Bad. Was he in Breaking Bad? He was Jesse's group therapist in Breaking Bad. Oh man. Wow. Dude's been around. He has. He's been through some tough times. So that'd have been totally cool if he was like under the porcupine suit. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been actually. <laughs> <laughs> or I just like the, the guy with the Megan the Stallion. Do you really think that you can get Megan the Stallion? <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> no. <laughs> Yep, and the, and the, like the uh, the elf. Uh, oh the, God, yes. The Coming back as nice. Yes. So yeah, so, overall, yeah. I have been, and I, and I like that they're thirty-ish minutes a piece. Um, yeah, well, yeah, running them back to back is good because then you because I think it, that's a show that you should stream. Because uh, if you had to wait a week between episodes, I think you're going to lose interest. I don't think there's it's it can hold your interest week to week. I I I might agree with that because I watched the first one, like when I went to Houston for mom's surgery a few weeks ago. It was the day it had come out, so I watched that one, and then I didn't watch it for several weeks for a variety of reasons. And then I had some time, so I was like, Laura went out of town last weekend, so I was able to catch up, and I literally just watched them all through. But at thirty minutes a piece, it didn't take me all damn day to do it. Yeah, two and a half hours, yeah. and you're done. Yeah. And then I had to wait for the group therapy session. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm kind of curious as how that's going to kind of play itself out because, you know, I think when you watch Hawkeye, you knew it was about Kate Bishop becoming Hawkeye. And when yeah. you're watching this show, you're kind of like, uh, where are we going with this? You know, where, there's there, there's been no like tease of evil in the background until recently. Uh, now, OK, let's talk about that. Because my money's on the leader, as I said earlier, I think this is a soft sequel to the Hulk, and I think we're going to get the leader. Uh, so I did read internet spo spoilers, and yes, <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I I have it, but it just makes sense. I mean, based oh, yeah. on everything else they're doing with it, that they would tie because that's been like you know, how are they ever going to get back to that if they're never going to do another Hulk movie? And you kind of need the leader in the Marvel universe. Yes, yes. So now we're talking about the leader, Hulk's, you know, the casting rumors of uh, Indiana Jones as Thunderbolt Ross. 
Adam Kai. Please, what? You, you haven't heard those? Oh. Harrison so Ford getting... is <laughs> Moist Boys production, bro. What the hell is that? Is that one <laughs> that of us? That's my sons. That's my son. Oh, ah, there we go. Okay. Oh, we got a, we got do we have comments? <laughs> All right. Bro, bro. Okay. Um, I'll take care of the comments. Tell me what you were talking about. You haven't seen there's rumors floating around that they've they've cast uh Harrison Ford as Thunderbolt Ross. I have not seen that. I don't hate it. I guess they do have to sort of recast Thunderbolt, don't they? Yeah, they kind of do. Um, my <laughs> only thing is that if you're going to have him, you're probably going to have to have him commit to, you know, five or six, maybe 10 years. <laughs> and I don't think Harrison's got 10 years left in him. Yeah, I don't either. Um, you know what they should they should do? And I don't remember who played the character uh, in the movies, but uh, Glenn Talbot should maybe be guy, the guy. I mean, since they're not using Betty Ross. Um, oh, you mean from the first one? Yeah, I or can't no, remember who William played Hurt. him. Well, he was he was Thunderbolt, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Talbot's always in the comics. He's like Ross's oh. second in command, and okay. sometimes very more, very more, much more militant than even Ross. So, I mean, you could go <laughs> younger with that. In Spanish, that's muy mucho. <laughs> Gracias. <laughs> uh, so, I so. had a friend. <laughs> side story: I had a friend who went to Mexico to buy. He had a cart in a mall and he would, he started selling silver rings and silver bracelets and he would go on Mm -hmm. buying trips to Mexico. And so he went down there and and he doesn't know any Spanish. And so somebody told him, he goes, how do I say, you know, how much does this cost? And they told him the quite literal, uh, (laughs) the quite literal translation, which was, uh, que mucho, what more? Mm And so he says, I'm down there trying to say, que mucho, que mucho. And they goes, they keep bringing out more stuff. And they keep showing me. <laughs> <laughs> <Like>, he's <laughs> like, what was it? It's like, you're supposed to say, cuantos, you know, cuantos, uh, cuantos cuesto. How much does it cost? And he's like, oh, oh, not que mucho. I'm like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> not entirely sure what, what, yeah, where you would use que mucho. But anyway. <laughs> So very more, uh, which would be very, muy mucho very or more, mucho. very more, very uh, more. She has her own show, right? Very, very. <laughs> yes, daytime talk show. Very more, very more. She was an ET, right? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Drew very more. Drew very more. There we go. Um, I Weird also like the... she did the whole show like this. <laughs> <laughs> nicely done nicely yeah, thank done. you thank you uh i uh i always like when letterman talked about that later he's like standing looking at the camera he goes you don't understand this is my job it happened <laughs> at my work <laughs> uh i remember that night i was watching that night i, like, I watched what that just night happened too. what just yeah. happened Drew Maribore got up on a desk and flashed Dave Letterman. And like I said, he came back a couple nights later because you don't understand. This is my workplace. <laughs> All right. So when do you think we're going to see Daredevil in his yellow suit? Last episode. You think it'll be the last thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or maybe second I, uh, the last. I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, 
I think last probably works as your like payoff at the end. Um, it's I like, like they're going armor. with the, huh? <laughs> it's like Twitter armor. <laughs> I love that they're they're teasing the yellow suit, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I love the idea of Daredevil in this show, so he won't be so goddamn serious and plagued with Catholic guilt all the time. You mean just one step removed from a confessional? (laughs) He's only ever been Spider-Man with Catholic guilt instead of Uncle Ben guilt. Um, But there have been, there have been, um, devil is epic. Oh, look. (laughs) Hi, what's going on? UT Dallas. We got listeners. Thanks guys. Um, (laughs) uh, We're big with the college kids. God, that's what all three of them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I mean, but there's there are there's a series that Mark Wade did not too long ago where he took him out to California. Um, And um, that was pretty good. It was not as serious, obviously. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, even back in the 70s, like there was he went to San Francisco for a while. That was when he hooked up with Black Widow. And that was before Frank Miller got the character and turned him into Dower Devil. Um, Ninja. (laughs) I'm, by the way, I'm pretty devil. happy with Dower Devil. I'm gonna be. I'm not Dower gonna Devil. I like that. that we go <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. And um, and have you seen the the teaser for Terrier by Night? I have not seen the te- te- teaser for Terrier by Night. I think we should start like a Marvel humor and call it Terrier by Night. <laughs> Which is... Wait, you're breaking up. Sorry. You oh, said sorry. start a. Oh, start a site and call it Terrier by Night. Terrier by Night, yeah. All we do is just rip on Marvel. Or all all comics in general. (laughs) All right, well, I'll look into the uh, domain name. Yeah, we can do that. But um, no, they're doing like a 30-minute Halloween special, Werewolf by Night. Yes, Uh, directed by the music guy. Yeah. (laughs) Whose only other directing credit that I know of is an animated Star Trek short. Okay. And we've got short uh... <laughs> Oh goody. The mid episode lockup, my favorite moment. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Back. Okay. Sort of. Sort of. Um, yeah. I gotta run I gotta run a cat five out here. I gotta run I gotta run a hard line out here. Um Anyway, so we got that coming up. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Black Adams in a couple of weeks. Oh, is that already? Uh, end of October, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the twenty first. So, <laughs> working in the yard, managed to drop a tool on my foot twice and the same toe, <laughs> <laughs> and this nail just popped off in my fingers. <laughs> oh, it's funny how you and I have ailments around the same time. I was going up the stairs about a week ago, and I slipped and cracked my my foot into the base of the next step, and so my right big toe is all black and crusty and coming off. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, that was why do expected. we still? Have we covered this. Why do we, as a species, still have toes? Uh, you got to have something to to play in the sand when you're at the beach. Well, I think a cl- you could stick a club foot in the sand. That's not as much fun. You got to feel it between your toes <laughs> to truly know and appreciate that you are um, relaxing. That's it. Oh, so just, you, just yeah, a it, nub in the in the sand's not going to do it. 
yeah i mean to be honest have you ever like been on the beach and then just like put your elbow in the sand that's not relaxing but when you like run <laughs> it through your phalanges that is relaxing <laughs> okay all right <laughs> <laughs> That's bizarre. It came off. Looks like a little tortoise shell. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> every time a piece of mine comes off, it's got like blood, dried blood on the back of it, and that's the sound of people tuning out. Um, that's right. No, that's the funny part. It just—it's like, um, well, maybe they don't. Mica. If you ever had around mica, and it, we saw it a lot in Denver. It's like really thin, like like paper quartz. Mm-hmm. These rocks would just, you know, shear. That—that's what this toenail thing kind of did to me. It just popped off oh well i should probably have that checked yeah well it'll 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 grow out i did the same thing to a thumbnail when i was a was a kid at the family cemetery and jen i slammed the the gate right on that bad boy right there and it just filled up with blood and then it just grew out so i had like like a nail on top of a nail (laughs) it was really really (laughs) freaky looking for a while because that doesn't grow out quickly no, but that thing it hit my foot, and I was like, ow. And then I picked the same instrument up, tried to cut a branch out of a tree, slipped out of my hands, landed. I mean, it was like deja vu all over again, fell on the same toe. <laughs> it was like, double ow, damn it. <laughs> and now I've lost the nail. Oh, well. Uh-oh, you've locked up again. Most boys, this is you fun. are correct. This yeah. is classic <laughs> putting the the, uh uh, let's see what else do i have to talk about i have a note here oh i pre-ordered that bruiser brody uh power town figure so uh i don't have it till after the first of the year but as soon as i get it that'll be something we open up which one is power town that's that's those new the new ones i sent you the link to a while back um Oh, the one of Dusty? Uh, no. Bruiser Brody. Oh, Bruiser Brody. Okay. Uh, it's okay. And I haven't figured out how to throw pictures up like while we're live. So um, I probably need to get a wireless mouse for that. But um, anyway, yeah, so that's coming. And he's got the fuzzy boots and the fuzzy vest and a big old chain. And and they're, he's, and they're to scale. And there's a picture on their website of the f- six figures they're doing, like standing next to each other according to height. And they oh, scale down. They scale down. And he's the tallest one. So. That'll be fun. Shout out to Power Town. Those are pretty cool figures. Uh, not affiliated with Hasbro or anybody else? Mm-mm. They're just, uh, I think, they're, <laughs> I actually think they're affiliated with the Ganya family. Oh, okay. <laughs> Vern and, and Greg trying to get some uh, some uh, some cash out of the, what they, they sold off. I don't know. Ganya, didn't he wrestle with Brunel? Yes. Or no? Yes. Yes. They weren't the killer bees. It was Brunel and Brunzel and Blair were the killer bees. Okay. Yeah. No, Greg Ganya and Yes, the the high high flyers. They were in the AWA. You are correct, sir. Thank you. Thank you. You are correct. Nicely done. Yes. Let's pull that out. Wait, what? No. (laughs) Can you hear the sound effects this week? I can. Okay, that's I got a round of applause for that one. You did the last couple of weeks. I haven't they haven't been playing right because I wasn't set up right in the new format. But uh, I got it figured out today. So, um, okay, I have a question because I I stopped reading comics sort of like ninety two ish, so I missed a lot of the really bad image related <laughs> stuff. Did you really miss it? 
I mean, well, <laughs> I've tried reading some of it subsequently, and no, I didn't miss it. But how much do you know about the character of Strife? Strife, the He's Marvel like character. The, yeah, yeah, he was supposed to be a Cable clone or Cable from another. You know, it was when Liefeld and Nicenza or Nicenza or you know were just like it. it it was that it was that era where an X book just sold no matter what was inside of it. <laughs> right. You threw an X Absolutely. on the title, so you have X Force, <laughs> X Factor, X Men, X Men, X Men, X Men. <laughs> X Men. Insert adjective here. Yes, uncanny, amazing, astounding, spectacular X Men. <laughs> um, yeah, all that shit. Uh, and Strife was part of that. He's a life field kind of creation so he had a helmet shoulder pads tiny little hands um <laughs> you know uh, there's a, there's a reason for the question it wasn't just me teeing you up i, I have a game <laughs> on my phone it's just like a side fighting side you know left to right fighting game horizontal fighting <laughs> game and it's marvel and the character strife popped up and i was fighting him and, and i swear to god that like the profile picture it looks like he's got a giant can opener on his head. And I was like, this yeah. has to be a 90s character. He's got a yeah, giant can it, opener pouch isn't a cape. I was like, what the hell? Yes, yes. Um, that was his secret power. His superpower was uh, uh, his life field armor. So uh, it constantly <laughs> shifted. Sometimes it had lapels. Sometimes it had epaulettes. Sometimes it but wasn't it there at all. Never, sometimes ever it was padded. Had, never, ever had feet. Never had feet. <laughs> Again, those tiny little weird hands that the, <laughs> they just they taper to this, and yet you know, there was never evidence of a it's, thumb. But he clearly could feed himself because he he's did in mid transformation to something else at all times. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, eventually, those are going to split apart, and uh, we <laughs> it sort boy. of ties back to my question about having club feet. Um, yes, that man would never enjoy the beach just be like a like just spades he'd just constantly be digging little holes that filled with water it'd be a sad <laughs> statement and probably a metaphor for for what life is it's just a tiny little <laughs> hole you try you're and make the best keep, of it it just fills with water you're just trying to keep it keep the water out <laughs> you're just trying to keep the water uh some of the guys at work follow arcane uh guy on, online called arcane bullshit and he okay. did like a I think we may have talked about it, but anyway, yeah. there's a funky little tarot deck, and one of the tarot cards in the deck is the coffin full of tacos, full of snakes. And uh, he did, <laughs> he did like a print of that. And you know, I've got somebody in the office who's very literal-minded, and that, what is the meaning of taco full of? You know, what does that mean? A coffin full of tacos, full of snakes. I go, it's it's a metaphor for life, man. You think you get tacos? snakes so they'd be good or bad and that's life it's just a coffin full of tacos and snakes <laughs> <laughs> it's a much more visceral version of the lady and the tiger <laughs> I, but what i loved about it was that this just piece of ephemera really threw him for a loop <laughs> you're kind of like wow man it's a powerful you know, metaphorical non sequitur. Uh, <laughs> wow. You need to go string that shit together and leave his head spinning, huh? Damn straight. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Dating the English majors had to have counted for something. 
Yeah. The metaphorical non sequitur. Uh, you know, might be a simile. I don't know. <laughs> like that. It's like that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for laughing at that. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. Hey, I, finally finished the, I finally finished the uh, Modoc book by Pat Oswalt. Oh, okay. Did you like it? It was kind of fun. It was fun. I haven't read the new stuff, uh, but it's the same. It's him and the same Jordan Bloom, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I've only read the first issue. I really, really liked it. Um, now, I thought what was weird was that that series seemed to set up the Modoc TV show. Yeah. Yeah, it came after it, I think. Uh-huh. The way uh-huh. I read things nowadays, I can't really be certain when they came out. But uh, uh, yeah, I think it came out after, which I, I agree I thought was odd. Mm-hmm. I've definitely got to get a um, cordless mouse so I can do this without having to lean into the computer. Um, so yeah. Well, look. Whoa, cool. <laughs> I didn't get one made for each of us yet, but I will. Okay. We can put other stuff in there too. And I just got the crawl going at the bottom. Um, this time I didn't make up any fake headlines, but I will for the next one. <laughs> but oh, th- that's almost an exercise in futility because, you know, <coughs> the real headlines are so weird. How can you tell the difference? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. I know we don't, we say we don't do political, but I'm glad I stream most of my entertainment. Because every now and then you'd like tune into live TV and you're just like, oh my God, it's like one terrible ad after another. And uh, uh, they're so boilerplate and just so unimaginative, you know, like Bob Smith, he's voted for the such and such agenda. He's wrong on taxes. He's wrong for Missouri. The other candidate. <laughs> <laughs> LLC. LLC. We've got yeah. one, we've got one <laughs> that's running now at, after the Uvalde shooting. Uh-oh. In the press conference that he had, <laughs> it's not a great start, right? right? One of the things Greg Abbott said was, "It could have been worse." Yeah. <laughs> uh. With wow. no context, <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> Even in context, it's not great. It's a- but there, somebody has started one of those political action campaigns, and it's called "It Could Have Been Worse" LLC. <laughs> and they're running all these ads. They're just like three men are responsible for, and it's 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 Craig Abbott, our, our lieutenant governor Dan Patrick, who is a, a washed up sports reporter with his own little uh, micro station in Houston, which is but a propaganda tool. And then Ken Paxton, our attorney general, who's under indictment and has been reelected while under indictment. Uh, three men, the women's right to vote. Or right to vote, not yet, but soon. Uh, coming soon to a ballot near you. Uh, women's right to re- reproductive rights, whatever. And then it's like Greg Abbott, Dan Patrick, Ken Paxton, three men. And then they show the clip of Abbott going, could have been worse. <laughs> <laughs> I love those. I watched the debate the other night between Abbott and Beto O'Rourke. And well, that'd be fun. I'm not a huge Beto. Did, wait a minute. Did Beto work clean? <laughs> Did what? Did Beto work clean? He didn't go blue, did he? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He took some. He, he was all jabs. There were no crosses that night. Uh, okay, okay. And and this is I'm gonna be horrible, but I'm like they made him sit down. So um, <laughs> he didn't have they a podium. Made, he had a desk. Beto sit down. 
Oh God. <laughs> oh, you Abbott's in wheelchair. You don't know. That. Oh, I know that? that. I know. That's why I'm sitting here going, wow. Okay. So I when it start I'm so like I said, that was in bad taste, but anyway. So um yeah. Yeah. No, the rest that was of an interesting just... hour. Because, <laughs> you know, Abbott was just blaming everybody but himself, and then Petta would counter with, Well, you've been governor for the last eight years. Which part of it's your responsibility? Oh, <laughs> and the boys at home are like, oh, this is the Democrats' fault, man. We don't have any left, but it's still their fault. <laughs> and you froze again. <laughs> oh, you're frozen. I, again, try that again. No, no. See, on my end, you're frozen. I'm still moving around. So that's fun if somebody's watching. Yeah, you're completely gone. So the question is if I'm still broadcasting, if I can still be heard, should I just keep talking? I'm afraid to touch buttons on my computer for the fact that... Uh, Oh, well. <laughs> Maybe I'm gone. What have I got here? No, 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 no. <sighs> yep, you're gone. And not just me, I guess. Delightful. There we go. And you're back. I am back. <laughs> there we go. Outside. It flipped me. Uh, yes. Anyway, so see what we <laughs> started calling, calling, talking politics and they killed the feed, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was them. That was all of them. It was the man, man. <laughs> the man, man. I would like to see. I'd actually think it would be fun to tune in to watch Herschel Walker debate. Oh, I would love to see that. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's something that the fans want to see, which I think is how he described it at some point, uh, <laughs> which makes you kind of wonder. <sighs> I just, I, I, you know. He does, if he had not played football for Georgia, would we be having this conversation? No. Uh, because he would most likely, um, I think, you know, yeah, no, we would not. He would, uh, honestly, I think he'd be in jail for beating his wife. Uh, yeah, for probably. Some, I mean, I, I do or, think. Or for, I mean, not, for, for failure to pay child support. I'll go with that one either. It's one of those two. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, and yeah, and I think the only reason, I mean, you know, Chris had asked, he goes, how, what is his, what's his qualification? I go, uh, national champion said a uh, championship at UGA. I think um, yep. he was a good running That's back. It. <clears throat> he got him a national title in Georgia. That, and I think that was the last one until last year. So it was a long stretch in there for Georgia. 
So, so we need to be combing over that roster for future senators from Georgia. Yes, exactly. <laughs> who's, who's who's the top Who's the top Heisman contender on Georgia's team right now? Because they're the future junior senator from the state of Georgia. Yeah, give it twenty years. There we go. <laughs> I, you know, it's it's one of those things where you you every now and again you see a candidate and you kind of like go, okay, I get it you want to be a conservative district or you're a progressive district, but was that really the best you had to pick from? (laughs) Well, I think we can definitely say nine times out of 10, the answer to that is no. Exactly. That there was some sort of circumstances that, you know, something happened. You had three credible candidates and one lunatic and the three credible candidates split the uh, responsible vote and there was just enough of the lunatic vote that they ushered in the crazy one. Yeah, it's like the everybody Monty Python goes, election results. We've John got Phillips to. Bong from the Extremely Silly Party. <laughs> but yeah, and then everybody's like, well, they're, they're the party's candidate. We got to rally around them. That's like, no. You don't, though. No, you don't. You really don't. No, you let them drown. Take, take that one for the Wait, team. Take the loss. Take the loss. And if it's a house seat, you only got to suffer through two years. Yeah. I, I mean, at the most, it's a six-year you know, timeout. That's it. <laughs> and the way these people behave is probably not even going to be that long. We had to replace them with somebody else. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, they pull their dick out and wave it at an intern. <laughs> I'm a senator now. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> And away they go. Yes. All right. That's enough politics. Um, <laughs> I just uh, my my biggest beef is just the quality of the ads. They are usually so boilerplate and so unimaginative. You know, <clears throat> I'll have to put music. a link to one of the uh, could have been worse ones in the show notes because those are funny <laughs> as hell. They make me laugh every time I see one. Now we've got we've got a um. You come out of the neighborhood and you're going out to the main highway. There's a house. It's still a country road, kind of. There's there's a house on one side, and they're very staunchly Republican conservative. They got a "Let's Go Brandon" banner across their gate, and the line of conservative Republican election signs. Mm-hmm. And then they've always got this one that they hand paint. Oh, and it, and it currently says "No Demons 2022." Wow. <clears throat> yeah. Now, my favorite thing is the house across the street has started putting a line of blue signs, so they have to look at them every time they look out their window. Um, <laughs> that's my favorite. We've got dueling signs, and I'm sure it's really pissing those folks off. But, yeah, no demons, 2022. Huh. I don't know, man. Dark Brandon is out there blowing up astro- uh, asteroids. I don't <laughs> think I challenge his power. <laughs> Come to the dark side. We have donuts. Uh-huh. That's right. Uh. <laughs> so along the lines of it could have been worse, right? Um, there was yeah. an OSHA incident where a guy was painting a house, uh, fell off the ladder to his eternal doom, right? Um, okay. You know, I mean, it, it's a tragedy. It's a terrible thing. But they interviewed the guy who owned the um, painting company. And the guy who owns the painting company is, is it the interview you could watch. Actually, I watched it because then I went to our safety director and was like, what the hell, Dave? Nobody can really say that on TV, right? 
the guy goes out there and he says, yeah, you know, this is a terrible uh, incident, accident. Uh, uh, it's horrible. We, our heart goes out to the family. But, you know, these things happen in our line of work. And, you know, we've been a very long time without an incident. And I turn to Dave. I'm reading this. I go, did I go, forgive me if I'm paraphrasing, but he just said we were due. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is actually what he said. That's weird uh-huh. like that. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just, you know, you hear you are grieving and the owner of the company comes out and says, well, you know, we, we've been a long time without an accident like this. And, uh, may the odds be forever in your favor. They weren't today. <laughs> We're going to miss John, but hey, we appreciate the tribute. Oh, <laughs> the fireworks go off and his name's in the sky and then a big mockingbird. And then we, and then you change the, the, the number to say 275 to zero. <laughs> That's right. You turn the safety clock back to zero. Exactly. Yeah. And you move on. That's what John would have wanted. It's, it really is. Uh, it was his last words. Finish the house. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> it was when he was falling. Finish the house. Finish the trim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Now we're, we're, we're making fun of dead people. <laughs> good Just one. Just one. <laughs> and really, not him so much as his shit for brains owner. <laughs> no, that's fair. We're not really... <laughs> Got to be John. Uh, yeah, yeah. Guy, yeah, whatever the guy's name was. I'm pretty sure in the. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure in the depositions. So, <laughs> what did you mean exactly? Well, you know, numbers, math. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 law of averages, man. Law of averages. Law of averages. You know, we paint a lot of houses. Occasionally we do a two story. It never goes well. Always ends up like this. But you know, hey, it happens, right? <laughs> could have been worse. Could have been worse. A whole so crew could have fallen off the side of the house. It was just one guy. Could have been five. He could have gone sideways and taken the whole group out. <laughs> Thank God nobody with- was nobody was tied off. So <laughs> there goes one. There go we all. You know, it was nothing like that. It was- <laughs> <laughs> oh nicely hey, done sir i'm appealing to a demographic i, so. I see that <laughs> i see what you did there <laughs> oh yeah my favorite um since i'm on depositions is you it, are by uh, the way screwing with the with the the color balance green and then i go sideways it goes yellow yeah there it goes just like that yeah. anyway uh so depositions right and <laughs> they're doing witness prep i'm sorry they're doing yes prepping the witnesses for what they can expect in the deposition right and they actually have a video that they're playing right <clears throat> And they're playing this for like, for this is an owner of a company and he's being sued for something, right? And they ask him a question and he's like tapping his hands on the desk. Like, I don't need to be here. And oh. like, well, can you, can you read what this chart says? And he's like, 
you got the chart. You can read the numbers. It's just numbers. And they hand him the thing. He's like rolling his eyes. <laughs> He's like casually just flipping pages and tapping on it and all this stuff. And you get to the end and you're like, and did he lose? And they're like, oh, hugely lose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's just like, ah, fine. There. Are you happy? I mean, it was just oh, wow. that. Oh, it was terrible. And you're like, this is real deposition? They're like, yeah, this is real. This is a guy who is really. So anyway, if you ever get deposed, keep your hands on the table, <laughs> casually folded in your lap. You know, <laughs> I've sat oh. through enough. I, I, re I like, you know, rethink everything I say at work whenever there's like a human resource issue. <laughs> You're like, well, I'd like to say this guy's a jackass, but I can't, but I can't. <laughs> so how do we, you know, not say that? Who stuck Domino. their head in? You want, uh, Domino came, but I was going to see if she wanted to be on the live stream, but she's not going to do it. So. <laughs> She's leaving now. Yeah, your Pete, your dinner's here. So. <laughs> oh man! So um, I didn't have any notes. Is there anything else you want to talk about tonight? I don't know. I mean, we talked about She-Hulk. What comes on after uh, Terrier by Night? Do you know? I don't know what's next. Actually, um, I saw that. By they... now, we usually know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, I saw that they're doing, they're making armor wars into a movie rather than a TV show, mm -hmm. which is interesting. Which means you either couldn't get somebody under contract or you were like, we can't spread this out over six hours. <laughs> it's a really pretty straightforward concept. That one. Um, mm -hmm. although it would work, it, that would, would work episodically as you have him going after like one other super armor, armor plans a week i mean that actually might work better episodically than as a movie i don't know because you figure secret invasion is in there um iron heart but i figure that yeah. one probably won't come out oh, i think Wakanda. they're doing like uh devil dinosaur and moon girl animated i think that one's coming out in february maybe that's next okay that's a swerve <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they've been using them in the in the comics. They show up in like the Fantastic Four books and some others like that. But um, yeah, that's coming. I don't know. Eh. I don't know. I know. All I know is I'm waiting for Black Adam now. I'm on Black Adam time. I'm excited about that one. Well, that one looks to be one of their better efforts. Well, I I think think it's because they're like. They're slowly peeling away their continuity is what they're doing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's not like it's, a wholesale, you know, just whitewashes go reset. Oh, you know, Jim Lee would like to redraw Green Lantern. Okay, it's a wrap, folks. We're starting <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> but I mean, because I, you know, there's been like two, three trailers now. No mention of Shazam or the Wizard in any mm. of the trailers. Okay. Not, nothing to, to equate him to that character. So, I mean, obviously, I think in the movie they'll do something. I mean, something has to come into play at some point because that's just he's Shazam before Shazam. But there's been no mention of that tie-in yet. Yeah. So, except for the giant lightning bolt, but you know, give it time. 
and then they'll Snyderverse it, and everything will be dark and grim and black and white. <laughs> it's like four hours. Then they'll announce Snyder they'll cut announce, of Black Adam. Yeah, there'll be a Snyder cut. Release a Snyder cut. They'll announce thirty movies, and then they'll cut half of them. Like you know, I think you watch them just slash projects, and I, I I think part of me probably says you know they probably had to go. You know, this well, yeah, and they've, they've <laughs> the the whole Ezra Miller thing uh, has got to be an albatross uh, that they don't know how to get rid of because they, I mean, I, I can't believe they haven't just recast the Flash, but I think they were too far into Flashpoint to start over. You know, and it's one of those where you see these snippets where, where test audience are like, "Oh my God, the Flash is fantastic! It's great! It's this and that." Um, but yeah, I think I think they're too far down the rabbit hole to you know. Do we chuck a hundred million? I'm sorry. Do we chuck another hundred million? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or we just uh, maybe delay the release until some of this stuff blows over. That makes me a little bit ill. Yes. Yes, it should. Yes, it should. Um, I, well, I think the problem is there's is twofold. I think it's the money. Mm-hmm. I also think it's because they were going to use that as their trigger, their flashpoint to boom. To fix it, ah, to start so, like to undo fixing, everything, yes. and reset. Yes, so very nice. They can't so, do that if they bury that movie. So the new 52, 52 <laughs> films uh, to reset the DCEU. Yes. Oh, it's a, it's a bold plan. It's a very bold plan, a, especially. And the we're going to get we're going to a year and a half into it and decide we don't like what we're doing and then we're going to be a crisis. <laughs> To be named later, just so far we know it's a crisis. It's crisis TBD, yeah. (laughs) Crisis on infinite. Ah, we'll figure it out. (laughs) I just wrote crisis TBD for a title. Crisis TBD. (laughs) I like, yes, that's a good one. Uh, So, yeah. Um, I'm curious to see what, if any any other references to the DCEU there are in Black Adam. (laughs) Uh, but I'm also looking forward to seeing Pierce Brosnan as Doctor Fate because that's just going to be fun. Oh, he's got the look of of of, of a wizened old man. <laughs> yes, who's been around, <laughs> who's seen some shit. You know? <laughs> yeah, if they were to cast anybody over the age of forty in a Marvel movie, he'd have been a great Doctor Strange, as it turns out. Yes, yes, he would. <laughs> Instead of uh, butter, not crinkle fries, or butter squash crinkle fries. <laughs> Oh, in a taquito wow diddy's film, yes. <laughs> oh, um, you know, the, the I, thing about Ezra Miller that always screws me up is when they use the pronouns because uh, yeah. I mean, and, and here's the deal this is nothing against people who use the different pronouns and stuff, but you and I are old enough that when you see they, it's plural. Yes. And they, just, they, they. It's a function of plural. age. It's all it is. It's not, I, you can identify however you want to. I care not. Exactly. It's just a function and, of age. And so every time it's like Ezra Miller says they, I immediately go, who is he talking about? <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, who are they? Who are they? I do it with He's the boys. He's them of doing this. And you're like, who are them? Who, who, who are else? People? Is it Army Hammer? Who else is in this with him? Exactly. Um, <laughs> The boys will say, "Hey, I've got a friend who's with them," and it, and I and I'm inevitably in that same. And the weird thing is, is saying it doesn't doesn't screw me up as much as reading it. 
yeah definitely reading it is because it the context clues that we were taught don't match up with the facts yeah and that's i don't again i don't care how you identify yourself godspeed whatever makes you happy i don't care none of my business but yes, no that, and, and I had I figure in the, the Pat Oswald special, he's talking about how being woke will eventually catch up to you, because you'll be like, I don't think that you could, should be able to have sex with your clone. Oh, he's anti-clone. <laughs> that was the stuff he was doing when we saw him uh, last year or okay. earlier this okay. year. Whenever I guess it was still earlier. We were supposed to see him last year, and then he broke his leg, mm. and then he rescheduled. We saw him a, few, a couple three months ago, and he was I think he was fine tuning the the act because i saw a couple of clips i'm like oh he did that bit when we was here so yeah i think we caught the tail end of him fine-tuning that that special but yeah so yes that's the whole thing without the context clues i'm always going to think of it plural and it's always going to screw me up (laughs) (laughs) and then saturday night live i don't know if you caught the premiere but i I saw most of it yeah did you? I like the uh, say something normal or whatever. <laughs> Send something normal. <laughs> I love, I love the, they got Keenan's <laughs> deal to grass ties. Yes. <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> Coming I thought here the opening into my telescope. Sketch, <laughs> I thought that opening sketch was brilliant. And I thought oh, God, Miles yes. Teller's Peyton uh, it was phenomenal. It was, it was amazing. uncanny. Yes, it was. I, I don't know how they gave him the giant forehead, but they managed to do it. Um, but yes, and I like that. Oh, 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 he forgot to close the door. And that's the <laughs> only time we see him tonight. Because <laughs> I, I thought it was it was it was the meta thing that it's like acknowledging <laughs> that everything's in turnover and you've got all these new people coming in. Yeah. And I think it's like it played off of like every bitch you've ever read about Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Well, I see. I saw a thing this morning. Oh, it was a mediocre opening. Opening uh, that wasn't funny. I'm like, okay, you need to just stop watching because if you don't get that they were having fun at their own expense, then you got no business watching this show because it was clear that they all knew and they wanted us to know that they knew that we were watching with a critical eye to see how these new people were going to do and how they were going to transition the old cast out and some of the mid-level cast people in, because I think Bowen Yang is a superstar in the making. Yes, he is. If he would do, he is. And I did like the fact that, you know, during the uh, say something normal or send something normal and our returning champ who won (laughs) $1.4 billion. (laughs) (laughs) I also really like Chloe Fineman. I think she's got a lot of potential. Um, I think I do she, like her. The, the Dismukes kid, he's going to move into the uh, Moffat role. <laughs> yeah, and the new kid who who left the door open, they tried to shoehorn him into the Pete Davidson role on the on update. I saw that was pretty pretty blatant. There's okay, new I thought the black guy, the new black guy was. I thought, oh my god, it is Black Pete Davidson because there was something <laughs> about his mannerisms. <laughs> well, it was just it was the way they brought that guy out Corn there. Kid? He, really? <laughs> <laughs> the way they get the new guy on update, it was like he came out and he sat next to Colin and he was clearly the young guy and he was talking about his dad. And he was like, Oh, here's our new resident young person. And we're just gonna just drop him right in Pete's spot. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So yeah, well, well that'd be fun. Well, when he blows up, we'll know how they'll handle it. <laughs> when he's dating a Kardashian, we'll know he's made it. Exactly. If we know when we know his name, I guess <laughs> instead of just the new kid who left the door open. Um, <laughs> that poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I I did watch that, and I haven't watched all of it. I've seen bits and pieces of the uh, Cottonelle Bears. That was I not didn't funny. work my hands, huh? That wasn't that funny. Okay. Laura and I were talking about that at dinner. I mean, she's like, it wasn't as funny for as much time as it got and the payoff that you got out of it. Um, and that's that's a valid that's a valid uh, assessment of the sketch. Yeah, no, speed and check. They, I, go on. I was going to say, then they did the one with the finance bros, which was too long. Um, but, yeah, anyway. No, it was like... Um... Somebody was wrote down a list of their favorite TV shows, and one of the shows was Saturday Night Live when you were in high school. <laughs> that's that's always a valid criticism for SNL. I, I I don't ever feel like that's misplaced because at this point I can leave when the musical guests are on about ninety percent of the time. <laughs> Last night, Laura, Laura got up and left, and she came back and she was like, "Oh, he's still on." Okay. I don't know when they started to get to get to do set pieces for the musical guests and all that other stuff. I don't know how they set them up and tear them down that quickly when they have those set pieces. Oh, but, I think uh, they have like a whole little side stage for that stuff. But oh, okay, all right. Yeah, no, I. Uh, that's the thing, and I'm realizing you know I've watched it since it first came on, mm-hmm. and yeah, and and you want to say the same thing. They've always had recurring characters that work and don't work. And there's, there's always been one that's like, you know, it's never going to work. You need to stop. Just put this guy to bed, you know. And there's always one or two that <laughs> come out of nowhere. Ca- yeah. And there's always something to catch on that I never understand how they catch on. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always like the bad 11 o'clock, 1130 end of the show sketch that you're just like, oof, good God. <laughs> yeah. Those are and those are either really, really f- weird, funny, and- weird. Funny, strange. Funny, weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they're sometimes they're brilliant, but most of the time they're just we got three minutes to kill. But occasionally there'll be one where it's just like, okay, that was actually the best thing on the show all night, and is it too bad most people didn't see it? And there's one where they had like the in-show parody commercial with Will Forte, who then shows up in the eleven o'clock sketch as the character from the fake commercial. I don't remember that at all. Oh, wow. yes. Yes. Um, and that was kind of like one of those moments of like, nice job, guys. Nice job. Well, it's like the buckwheat, the the, the assassination, assassination of buckwheat might be their high water it, bark as far as just that kind of thing. Continuing yeah. to get gagged through the show. Yeah. 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 Dennis Miller going gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> gobbles, gobbles, gobbles. Gobbles, gobble, 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 gobble. <laughs> Gamble, gamble, gamble. Um, that was funny. It must have been because we're still ripping it off, ripping it today. The other one that they did, which was a whole show payoff, was very early on when they had the mutant lobsters. Do you remember that one? No, I don't. They kept breaking in like there, like there had been because it was in the seventies. It might have been season one, even it was season okay. one or two, and they kept like cutting in. Like it was kind of War of the Worldsy, where like, oh, there's been a nuclear reactor meltdown. Uh, the water has gotten into the ocean. Um, there have been some mutations to the sea life. Oh my God, these giant lobsters are invading New York. And at the <laughs> end, 
like it was like the giant claws obviously saying <laughs> claws and then grab Belushi and start shaking him around. I mean, I remember that just like what is happening here, but that's the other one no. that sticks out to me. I got nothing. <laughs> I don't I don't recall that at all. <laughs> we went to I want to feed you to the Wolverines. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Michael O'Donohue. Oh, yes. I would imagine if we stuck big steel needles into their <laughs> eyes, I think it'd go a little something like this. <laughs> Just... <laughs> I mean... <sighs> well, that's the thing. I mean, if you look at that and compare it to uh, text something appropriate or whatever it was called, I mean, mm-hmm. they had nothing to lose. In those no. first couple of seasons, so they gave zero fucks. <laughs> now it's an institution, and the humor is obviously going to be different. And <laughs> 50 years have passed, so the point of view is different. And I think we're kind of lucky in that we've been able to watch it all along, so we have an appreciation for what it was, what it's become, <laughs> and we're able to say, okay, that cast member is really funny, and they're going to do well. That one I have concerns about. <laughs> I don't think we'll be seeing much of them. I mean, and I love Saturday Night Live, and I, I will never be one of those people who goes, "Oh, it was it would stop being funny in the '80s." No, you I, stopped being funny in the '80s. <laughs> I missed. I, I'm not an Adam Sandler guy. Never have been. But I was working nights during that period, so I didn't see much of that group, the Spade, Sandler, Farley, Rock group. I just didn't see much of it because I was working Saturday nights. And so I just missed that one, frankly. No, it was, uh, I've watched bits and pieces. I, it, it was, you know, they talk about frat boy humor and it kind of, it, it was a lot of that kind of stuff. Right. I, you know, Chris Rock never did. I don't think he did enough on Saturday Night Live to have gotten his own talk show, but it worked out for him. <laughs> you, know? Um, you know, Tim Meadows is one of those guys where I'm surprised he hasn't done more uh i think he's underappreciated yeah um, for sure i mean um, he was he was keenan before keenan pretty much pretty much um yeah he just had a thing about him that he you know i was he's like the film director for a commercial and he's like oh that was perfect and uh not so good <laughs> That was that was terrible. <laughs> I love the ladies' man. I was never not like the ladies' man. Oh, but God. characters that didn't deserve to get a movie, the ladies' man. The ladies it's funny for about five minutes, and that's enough. Mm-hmm. And no. scene. Yeah, you know, talking about Saturday Night Live, and I think it was in an interview with Conan O'Brien talking about the show. Uh, talking about how when it came on about pop culture being different and that when it first came on there was three networks and PBS and then the weird local VHF channel. You know. Yeah, yeah, where you hey, would watch the Smiley's Rump Rangers. Whoa, what? This <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Midnight Creature Features with Bob the Ghoul. <laughs> yes. And so then you had that pop culture that was very shared and very common because there was no other way to get anything else. It's true. And so when they are humor made fun of those institutions it hit hard because everybody knew the institutions and and it freaked everybody out then you move to to nowadays where you've got you know a bazillion cable channels social media a bazillion 
outlets and and you know if you want to do weird niche stuff like michael o'donohue impersonations of guys with 18 inch steel needles stuck around you could do a whole channel of that and you'd probably have an audience <laughs> yeah no i mean i think that's where i mean that's where they're going to get their talent from i mean they already are it's youtube i mean that's where they got sandberg from wasn't it uh yeah the lonely island guys they got it yeah. from that yeah the so. do not destroy guys i think those are funny isn't one of them Higgins' son? I think. I don't, I don't know. I think I read that somewhere. No, but those guys are pretty pretty fun. Yeah. So I'm I'm, as I always say, cautiously optimistic going after the after the first episode of the new season. I think there's some potential there, um, and it's always good for the show when they change up the talent. I mean, it because they do get stale. They get. Mm-hmm. Uh, fat and well, fat and happy, and and, and it's then, good for once in a while for him to you know break it up, change it up. Yeah, uh, well, I think too with the what you saw with the pandemic cast. I mean, you know, they'd do like you know, one skit a night. You wouldn't see him for four more weeks. So yeah, well, I, I, I don't, I don't think Cecily Strong was on last night, but she's still in the cast, and that that's been something I've noticed the last couple of years. I think I don't think no, she left. She's gone. She's gone. Is she I'm, okay? I mean, I I didn't see her. I name didn't. Anywhere, I don't remember. Just, yeah. But huh. um. But and I have to I have to think that uh, Jost and Che are getting close to the end of their tenure update. Um, I'm surprised they didn't leave with everybody else, and maybe yeah, they stayed I, because everybody else left. Because Jost has talked about leaving. I thought he would leave after the uh, presidential elections year before last. I, uh, with Lauren, I were talking, you know, because Lauren's made some noise about ending the show at 50 years, uh, which would be next season. Um, and I'm like, NBC, he can leave. NBC's not going to let that show die. It's, it's an institution. And she goes, Yeah, they've got another year to convince Tina to come take over. I said, Or Colin. And that could be, he could have been promised. Well, there's a Lauren that. chair. And I've also heard Keenan Thompson, too, knows yeah. how everything works. That's I mean, true. Yeah, he just comes out, he mugs, and I mean, I'm a Herbertial Herbertial Walker. Herschel <laughs> <laughs> Herschel, whatever. Herschel Herschel, yeah. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's another choice, but I mean, they've got people that have could like, take over. That could take it over. Al um, Franken. If, he's not working. <laughs> it's my show, Al Franken. I'm Al Franken. <laughs> that would be a, a that would be such time. a great callback to the early <laughs> days of the show. That would be so fucking funny. <laughs> Guess who's the new producer of the show? It's me, Al, Al Franken. Franken. <laughs> that would be epic. And it'd be a joke for me, you, and Conan O'Brien. Um, <laughs> about a, yeah, that's it. About a half a dozen people. Yeah. <laughs> Ah. Uh, well, should we uh, should we call this one a night? I was thinking that we should. I'm I'm broadcasting from the what they're calling the Babe Cave. Uh, that doesn't sound like a bad place to be. No, I mean actually, I think if you see on the wall, there's actually a thing that says Babe Cave. Okay. Uh, as my daughter has taken over formally my office, um, relegated me to you know chud uh living down in the basement 
<laughs> cannibalistic humanoid yeah, underground yeah, dweller. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're down on Chud. That's it. We're done. That's how we go out tonight. All right, folks, that's episode 50. I hope you enjoyed our first live stream. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. We'll do it again. And uh, until then, I'm still Bruce. I'm still Steve. And we'll see you next time. Later. Bye. Vacillating between blue and green. <laughs>